Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy, episode 31. Our goal with the podcast, as always, is to provide you with insight into the people, places, companies, and organizations that make up Wichita's important business community. We appreciate you listening. It's tempting at this time of year to take a look back and review the events of the past year. We have thrown that out in favor of a look into next year, 2018. That's the focus of the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal, and it's our focus here on episode 31. I'll get to my discussion with my staff in a minute. First, I want to talk more about the weekly edition. For that look ahead into 2018, we break out coverage by topics, downtown development, aviation, education, real estate, manufacturing, and healthcare. Momentum has been growing in Wichita, and you can see that in the look ahead. It begins on page 16. Also, check out our special report on Mark Arts. Excitement's growing for the new Arts Center to open. We talk to some of the main players and describe how and when that facility is going to open. That's on page 8. Check out three top 25 lists this week. The largest small business association loans, the area's largest SBA lenders, and the largest nursing homes. This week, we spend 10 minutes with real estate developer Brad Seville, who is president of Landmark Commercial Real Estate. That's on page 31. Want to check out new lawsuits, who owes back taxes, new real estate deals, or new corporations? That's all in our leads section. That's on page 12. Back in a moment. Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Our headline for this week's big story, Keeping Wichita Growing. 2017 saw some significant developments in Wichita and many facets of our economy. So let's see what might happen in 2018. Joining me, managing editor Bill Wilson, aviation and manufacturing reporter Daniel McCoy, and education and healthcare reporter Josh Heck. Real estate reporter Brian Horwath is taking a few days off, but Bill's going to fill us in on what's going on. Bill, let's start with downtown wichita there's been a lot going on over the last few years and there's more to come the most obvious impact this year seems to be that cargill building that's still going up cargill is definitely the headliner about 800 people being brought together at the cusp of old town should be a tremendous boon for the old town economy not to mention a substantial investment by a major employer in Wichita, 800 people again with a promise for more. There's definitely expansion room built into Cargill's plans. It's a major statement on the part, again, of a national company, the largest privately held company in the country, that they believe in Wichita. So it's, a, it's something that fuels momentum. And there's all kinds of momentum downtown from the, the significant, like Cargill, to the preparations for the NCAA basketball tournament in March, to even just some of the new and uh, idiosyncratic things that are popping up, like the old game, uh, video game store next door that uh, seems to be attracting a lot of people. Every time I walk outside the building here, there's somebody walking in there. Mm-hmm. So as an old Galaga master, I've got to find my <laughs> way over there. What else uh, downtown? We've got some exciting things going on, some decisions to be made as well about Century 2, for example. The city has been very proactive in terms of downtown development. They've put in place plans for a new baseball stadium, which is kind of the step one. I know you're excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. 
as a lover of the National Baseball Congress. And uh, that's in place. There should be an announcement early next year about an affiliated baseball team. The quasi-controversy about Century 2 probably is next on the agenda. What to do to make Wichita a more viable convention destination. Lots of people in town are fans of the Big Blue Roof. Other people in town want to do something new and something uh, to make a statement about the new face of the river. So the city's got to wade through that, and it'll be interesting to see, number one, where they come out, and number two, how they decide to pay for it, because it was an expensive solution. We're looking at Century 2, uh, at least a discussion, maybe in February. Right, right. Again, something that will manifest itself fairly early in the year. And then you talked about that ballpark, uh, a lot of development along the river now, making some headway there. Right. River Vista Apartments, uh, great progress there. Uh, kind of a mixed-use area, although more emphasis on apartments. Uh, those should be ready, uh, I think, late 2018, from what we understand. Uh, there's a proposal from some Kansas City developers in Delano that's on the table. It got kind of a surprisingly tepid reception from the city council the last time it popped up there, but it's still active for some more housing and, and development. Um, Again, the city will have to orchestrate what happens north of the ballpark, essentially between the ballpark and the library. That'll right. be prime development area. They'll have the option if they want, and I know they're talking about it, to close McLean behind the ballpark and turn that into development ground as well. So it's easier really to talk about what isn't going on downtown mm-hmm. than what is. There's a, at least uh, some hope that something might happen even with Water Walk we saw the closing of Gander Mountain. We don't know what's going to happen there, but uh, at least some of that development on the west side of the river, maybe something will happen on the east. You know, there's an opportunity as uh, the river develops to the north to fill in to the south as well. The city's been vexed for any number of years about what happened with Water Walk. You know, we're supposed to have uh, canals like in Bricktown and right. Oklahoma City. Uh, what we ended up with was a uh, outdoor store facing the wrong direction <laughs> away yeah. from away from the river so there are definitely some opportunities to correct some mistakes and, there and it looks like something's finally happening happening with the spaghetti works property yeah a major recent development at the end of the year is the uh, decision by developers brad seville and nick esterline to move ahead with plans for apartments office and retail in a building that has was once very popular as a restaurant, but has been historically underutilized as the arena and the rest of downtown have kind of developed around it. Exciting times there. Right. Well, we'll be watching, obviously, and and following uh, everything that's going on in downtown Wichita. Next over to aviation and manufacturing. Daniel, what do you see as the events or developments that are going to make news in 2018? Well, the the biggest will be Spirit Aerosystems growth. They are embarking on a, a multi-year growth initiative that uh, includes about a billion dollars in capital investment, uh, but it also includes a thousand new jobs, and 800 of those are expected to come next year. So hiring at Spirit will be a big uh, part of uh, uh, the manufacturing storyline in 2018. Um, that will also make workforce development and workforce training a, a big item 
uh, in the next year. It's something uh, industry and, and city stakeholders have already been working on, but this just has to accelerate that even more to, to make sure we have the right people to, to fill these jobs. Fair amount of pressure. If you're going to promise a thousand jobs, you better have the people to fill it. Exactly. Exactly. I know it's a problem that's better than uh, right. some of the past problems, but there, there will be a significant pressure uh, I think on the on the labor market, so that'll be certainly something to watch in 2018. But there will also be new construction uh, out at Spirit, uh, a new facility out there as they uh, ramp up to meet demand, uh, kind of across all of their platforms, uh, commercial aerospace and defense. Um, so Spirit growing will be uh, kind of the big manufacturing uh, headline, I assume, of of 2018 on the general aviation side. Um, it looks to be a year of stability. Uh, most market uh, forecasts that I've seen are calling for for minimal, if any, real growth in terms of sales next year. The the big push is expected in 2019. So what we have on the, the business jet and general aviation side of things, uh, Textron Aviation, for example, rolling out new products. They'll have the, uh, the new Cessna citation longitude entering service here uh, relatively soon. They pushed back the service entry just a little on that, but it'll be coming early in the year. And so you'll have that hitting the market. Um, they're also continuing to work on their uh, Cessna Denali turboprop, a single engine aircraft that'll also be built in Wichita. And they recently unveiled plans for a new twin engine turboprop they call the Sky Courier. They launched that with FedEx. So a lot of new products in the pipeline and, and company leadership there has indicated that they expect that that's going to drive some additional hiring in the future. Uh, you could be looking at a case where commercial aviation kind of continues to be the bell cow uh, for, for 2018. Um, but that general aviation and, and uh, business aviation really begins maybe even towards the end of 2018 to really start to uh, show some significant growth. And the hope is that uh, the more action is going on at the big companies in our area, uh, that leads to more activity at the smaller companies as well, the manufacturing right. firms. Right. Yeah, they'll, they'll all have uh, local suppliers that, that, you know, have to meet the demand. Uh, the increased demand that they're getting. So uh, that should mean some more hiring. It'll probably mean some uh, uh, technology upgrades at some companies. Uh, several folks I've talked to just recently in relation to the tax, uh, the new tax bill, are uh, looking for a lot of capital investment in the next year with some of those new uh, de depreciation elements in the tax bill, 100% expensing and things like that. So um, I know uh, Sean Weaver from AGH, uh, he's, uh, he'll be the outgoing president of the Wichita Manufacturers Association, but he thinks a lot of companies have been sitting on the sidelines with some cash looking for some certainty before they, before they did things. So with this new tax bill, it might remove some of that uncertainty. So I would look, you know, not only for the spirits and textrons of the world, maybe to have facility expansions, but for a lot of the smaller suppliers to maybe finally pull the trigger on on some facility expansions or maybe some equipment upgrades things like that that'd be nice and exciting more jobs there too it looks like and hopefully more spending at retail outlets things like that absolutely absolutely let's hope next up healthcare and education josh heck what do you see coming up for 2018 well 2018 the big thing i think at least on the education side in higher ed is is happening out at wsu um, a lot of excitement with the innovation campus and the upcoming changeover from Wichita Area Technical College to the now the WSU 
campus of applied sciences and technology so that actually happens in january right well the, they're going to start the integration early in the year the official changeover is next july okay with the start of the fiscal year but sure utash says that they're going to be kind of starting you'll start to see some of the brand integration just gradually rolled out and, and she's saying too there's going to have to be some education about here's what the changes mean here are the opportunities and just kind of explaining some of the changes that are taking place. But but the big thing is it, it creates some more opportunities for students and some different pathways. A lot of the talk has been on pathways and if you wanna go get a certif certification now and maybe come back to school and get something like an advanced degree later on, it just presents more of those opportunities. And, and now WSU students are also have access to WATC facilities and vice versa. And for, for WATC, this broadens their recruiting uh, base because now they have more of a national presence with Wichita State as opposed to just being kind of centered in Sedgwick County. So uh, that that's a big change that's coming forward kind of on the academic side. Obviously, we've we've switched to the American Athletic Conference on the athletic side, so that's kind of creating a lot of excitement. And of course, the top ten basketball team helps too. So, and we'll see a lot of a lot more construction too at the Innovation Campus. That's gone. Gangbusters so far. Um, John Tomlin, uh, WSU says, look for several new projects to kick off next year. One of them might be the uh, an expansion of the flats at WSU apartments and new student housing because they're trying to get more students on campus, uh, trying to do their best to bring more people to the center of, of campus. Uh, also anticipate the, the start of the construction on a new wellness center, which includes a branch of the uh, Greater Wichita YMCA. So that's kind of latter 2018 but that's expected to kick off uh, of course we got the law enforcement training center that's going to be opening in january just a few weeks they're supposed to start some of their criminology classes over there uh, with the start of the spring semester here too so how about healthcare? Healthcare is is kind of construction oriented too right now a lot of folks are trying to kind of meet demand for services so you're seeing a lot of projects going on so and, and some of those will be wrapping up in in 2018 some of those kicked off this year but you know Wesley Healthcare for example they're adding uh, 48 or so new beds over the next year a couple different uh, unit projects that are going to increase capacity there of course they added a 11,000 square foot emergency room in Derby that's helping to meet some demand there they just celebrated their one year anniversary of that uh, here just recently Kansas Medical Center is another one that's got an emergency room that's going under construction at uh, 21st and, and Webb Road, other projects coming up. So a lot of it's just to kind of meet that increased demand for services. So Another thing, Daniel, that you keep an eye on is Coke Industries, the second largest privately held company in America. Um, yep. What's going to happen there? We know that they're always looking for mergers and acquisitions. What do you think is going to happen in 2018? Uh, I would expect um, more of exactly that. They've been uh, very active on the M&A front, uh, uh, not just in 2017, but several years running now. Um, they do they do have a new uh, uh, technology uh, division, uh, innovative technology, disruptive technology, sorry, uh, division out there. That's being headed by Chase Coke. Um, who's the son of Charles Koch, and, and they just made their first investment uh, here recently. Um, so I think we'll see some more out of that 
uh, division as well in 2018. That's uh, uh, definitely something that that has always been one of the core kind of philosophies of the of the company's uh, just strategic outlook, finding new technologies and and uh, uh, leveraging them into to the business into the products. So continued M and A activity. Um, certainly, they'll be on the lookout for. Uh, anything that they feel like either brings something to them or that they can bring something to that company. Um, there was also uh, recently some some uh, Coke money involved uh, in a media buy, uh, Time, Time Inc., purchased by uh, Meredith Corp., and uh, some Coke financing was involved in that. So uh, uh, something they've been said to be looking in for a while, going back uh, several years, uh, looking at possible buys of Tribune paper, uh, uh, newspapers in the Tribune chain. Um, so now they they do have that. They're they're saying they're going to stay uninvolved. This is just a kind of return on investment kind of thing. But we'll see. Anytime they uh, see a market that that they're not in, that they think they can bring something to, they've never been shy of about. They're always about in. adding value. Oh, that's so right. <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens there. 2018 is an election year. First uh, in February, Derby, USD 260 has a bond issue coming up, and that uh, could be anywhere from $114 million to $123 million, depending on on which gets approved. Then we have Secretary of State, those statewide races, Attorney General, State Treasurer, all 125 state reps, judges, and of course, the race for governor. That's going to be interesting to see. Uh, we've got some some moderates, some conservatives in there on the Republican side, some activity on the Democratic side, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they uh, they fight that out over the next uh, six, eight months and where that goes. Once again, the primary is August 7th. The general election is November 6th, and we're going to try to have all the uh, gubernatorial candidates into the podcast. So watch out for that in the next few months as well. And there's the Trump effect. Uh, whether you think Trump is great or whether you don't like Trump, there has been an effect of his election that uh, the economy continues to boom a year later. You know, that effect continues to play out, Bill, it seems like, even in Wichita. Yeah, it's fed into a general uh, mood of optimism in Wichita. And I, Wichita leaders have really been active trying to seize on that mood with some of the plans for the river and some of the business growth that we've talked about earlier. It's a different tone here from the city flag, really, right, on down, kind of a Wichita pride thing. And it seems to uh, have had an effect on our economy as well. Uh, Mayor Longwell told us uh, earlier that uh, he had never seen this kind of momentum in Wichita. And I think that there's that's true between the, you know, the national economy, the general mood here and the momentum. Things are looking up. Things are happening. And uh, we're going to have our work cut out for us for the next year covering all this so <laughs> we'll do our usual great job and keep watching the weekly edition of the business journal of course wichitabusinessjournal.com guys thanks for being with us on the uh, podcast now get back to work most bankers are good at banking talk what you need is a banker who knows how to talk business your business that is i'm andrew cheney commercial lender here at equity bank if you've got plans to grow we're ready to talk about your business visit equitybank.com that's it for BizTalk with Bill Roy this week. I hope you'll go to our website and check out our BizTalk with Bill Roy hub. You can connect with all our episodes there. If you like the podcast, please let us know. If you have ideas for guests you'd like to hear from, please let me know that as well. 
Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. On behalf of the great staff here, thanks for listening. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter. And thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week and a happy new year.